Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. No, we want to be able to run, we want to be able to hit, and we want to play smart. And that, that's what we want. We want to be able to be felt, whether you're watching us on TV, whether you're in the stadium, and obviously on the field. We want to make sure people feel this Philadelphia Eagles defense. <laughs> you hear that shit, Steven? You want to be felt. When was the last time you told me an Eagles defense was felt? Surely not when Johnny Gans was here, pencil neck defense. I know we had the lead league in sacks and the number one pass defense and all that. But when you hear that shit, Steven, tell me you don't get hyped for a defense that's going to be physical. Hell yeah, we're getting Dawkins. We're getting Jim Johnson-type defense. I'm excited. I can't wait. When you hear that clip, what What even tell me you don't feel the adrenaline th- flow through you when Desai's talking about hitting and playing smart and running faster and being felt. He wants people to be felt through the TV screen, in the stadium, on the field. I like that shit from Desai. He talking that shit right now. Well, as long as the opposing defenses physically feel it, that's all I care about. <laughs> Because talk is not- cheap in this town. That's all I got to say. No, oh, I'm kidding. I, it's, look, I really don't want to be that guy because I'm being a hypocrite. But you know what this feels like to me? A little bit. Lip service. You're not a big lip service guy. Um, <laughs> No, actually. So remember when Nick Sirianni first got here and some of the things he was saying. And remember how much the Philly media ate him up? Uh-huh. I feel like I'm being a hypocrite because I got mad at everybody for coming at Sirianni at the time during his introductory period, you know, for mm-hmm. the things that he had said. And uh, I'm not coming at Sean Desai whatsoever, but I think I have such a heavy burden on me from the damage that Jonathan Gannon caused, robbing us of our second Super Bowl trophy in franchise history in a very short Period of time, we almost had two in the span of what? It would have been five years, right? Yeah, five seasons, yep. Uh, Six, however you want to count it. And yeah. look, I don't want to revisit last season too much. I don't want to revisit it too much. But man, obviously this group here needs to just get back to the Super Bowl, and obviously we want to win it. But man, when you really just take a step back, it's still been a couple months. It is an awful taste in my mouth from that defense. That Jonathan Gannon-led defense, I just couldn't get us one stop. Mm-hmm. Just one stop and we win that game. So, mm-hmm. you know, decide. look, I'm hyped. Um, his resume speaks for itself. I think he'll be a much better fit here. Um, I'm, I'm more excited. I'm more excited, I think, right now for the personnel we have coming in mm-hmm. uh, with the personnel that already exists. I don't you're know referring how you feel to the, about that. You're, you're referring to the rookie talent. Is that what you're... Yeah, because a big part of, like, like any defensive coordinator can get up here and say, we're going to hit hard, we're going to lead the league in turnovers, we're going to lead the league in sacks or whatever. But, like, at the end of the day, you need the guys, you need the dogs mm-hmm. to do it. And you literally you know? got the dogs. Have the dogs in in, in <laughs> literal and, and yeah, in very true. Sense. We we have we have the dogs from Georgia, <laughs> literal Georgia dogs to do it. And just, I was spitting low key when he was on that press conference. He was he was he was spitting. We haven't done a show 
uh, since that. But the coordinators did speak uh, to, to reporters, and we have some other news and rumors. And we'll talk about the 2023 schedule, as uh, we haven't done a show since the uh, schedule release either. So happy to get up here and talk to you guys about that. Welcome to another episode of the Philly Pod, brought to you by, brought to you by the Liberty Line. Dot com. I'm your host today, Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms at the Philly Pod, Instagram, Twitter. You guys know where to find me by now. Do the same for my uh, what's the word I want to use to describe you today? Uh, oh boy. <laughs> um, outgoing co-host. We'll say outgoing. My outgoing co-host, Stephen Conrad Jr. Why do you look shocked by that word? You know what that means, right? Outgoing, yeah, I know friendly, what it means. talkative. You look shocked as if you wouldn't describe yourself as outgoing. Rambunctious. Would you rather hear that? Would you rather hear that? I word? can be stoic sometimes. I don't know. Stoic. I've never seen word. you stoic ever. Actually, I did, and it was a couple weekends ago after the uh, the game six or was it seven? The game seven loss. Yeah, That's it was being game stoic, seven. Stoic, or is that just being st- a little crybaby? No, no. You after the game seven, the Sixers lost to the uh, oh. to, to the Celtics. You didn't say a word for like two hours, and you were, and you were so stoic that you went to sleep. Actually, you didn't say a word for two hours, then you took a half hour nap. And woke up and was questioning reality. So that was that. I, that's the, probably oh, one of the man. few I times guess that would have been the last still. time we potted. Yeah, I think we were kind of. Yeah, we were before. This the was the last time we potted was we were up three two and we had a chance to mm. close them out at home. We all saw how how, wow. uh, how that worked out. So yeah, so now we're sitting here wallowing in the and the Eagles whatever. were up ten in the Super Bowl and we just yeah. need a defense that can hold a ten point lead. You can give up nine points, just don't give up any more than nine yeah. points if we have a ten point lead. If we have a fourteen point lead, you can give up thirteen. Just no more. No more. Hey, hey, hey! Do we win? Do we win the Super Bowl with Sean Desai at defensive coordinator? Do you think? I mean, <sighs> hard to say now. You don't even know what his defense is going to look like. But shit, man! Just from hearing that again, just from this one press conference, and I know we're playing both sides of the coin. When with Sirianni, like you said, we were like, "Oh, don't read into it." Blah blah blah. Now look, and now Desai, we're all harping on all these words that he said, like he's about to be the next iteration. Of, of Jim Johnson, but just listening to him, you like to believe he would have at least adjusted and not been beat on the same play, just flipped at the goal line twice. So I'd like to believe that that wouldn't have happened. So yes, thank you guys for listening to the show. Be sure to subscribe, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your podcasts, leave those reviews, rate five stars. All of them do help with the exposure of the show. So big thanks to y'all for, uh, for doing that. Before we get into the things, as always, pitching our friends, Fans of Philly as they are the premier travel and tailgate company for all Philadelphia sports away games. As we all know, planning travel can be time-consuming and stressful. With fans of Philly, they do all the work for you. All you have to do is show up and relax. Steve, we're already locked in for Tampa. We're going on two trips this year. Uh, I know Tampa for sure. Uh, we don't know the other one yet because I did want to do L.A., uh, but they are what do you, they're like two weeks away from each other. You don't want to do two trips that close. Is that me? Is that me? Hold on one second. We will wait till Vic gets back, but we're going to be talking about the schedule, which, to be honest, I've skimmed over it. Vic is more of the analytical guy. Um, I'm a little, I don't want to say disappointed, but I don't know if I necessarily love the schedule for a variety of reasons. Variety of reasons. Um, The opener, the season opener against the New England Patriots is kind of lame. Kind of lame if you ask me. And then the home opener, yet again, will be a Thursday night game against the Vikings. Another week two matchup against the Vikings. And boy, was that an awesome game last season. But this one will be a Thursday night game, which I'm assuming is going to be on Amazon Prime Video. Which is another thing we can get into. I actually like it. The quality is super good. I'm a fan of it. 
That's all I'm going to say. I see a lot of people complaining about it, and I don't know why, because the quality is great, Dude, and it's the direction we're, like, we're moving in. These people were, like, out front of my apartment with, like, random-ass leaf blowers. Like, the SpongeBob leaf blowers just blowing shit. Like, I guess they cut, <laughs> I guess they fucking, like, Yo. cut the grass this morning, and they're just, like, right literally in front of my front door. They're blowing shit all to hell for uh, no reason. So, my apologies. Might as well for, just keep all that. this in. I just, I don't know what you're going to Yeah, we're keeping it in. What were you, what were you right. talking about? Uh, I started. I heard you say I'm I didn't, a fan. What do you? What do you? What do all you right. So I just dove into the first two uh, weeks of the or the yeah the first two weeks of the schedule, and I was oh, just wow. going on a rant about how um, I like it. I like Thursday night football on Amazon Prime. I think it's cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it, it when it's the home opener week two. That yeah, I don't that's like. what I did say. That yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did. It, well, also, and I was complaining. I don't like the season opener. Stupid. Traveling to mean? the New England. What a dorky man. Oh, 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 yeah, to New England. And Bill it's Belichick. the most expensive ticket. It's the most expensive ticket because they're obviously honoring uh, Tom Brady. But we do oh. get uh, – they're honoring Tom Brady with uh, – they should honestly have Nick Foles there if they should bring Nick Foles as an honorary <laughs> fucking member of the go. Eagles want to do oh, that. Oh, and I kind of touched the on the whole Tampa thing. Uh, I totally forgot. It wasn't a fans of Philly trip. I just mentioned it was a Liberty Line 24-hour trip we took to Miami. So I was oh, pretty yeah. much saying that we have unfinished business, you know, in the state of Florida. We do in Florida. We do in Florida. I guess we should pitch the rest of that while I got interrupted by fucking leaf blowers <laughs> of all things. But you guys, like I said, we're going to Tampa week three, and we'll figure out what the other away trip, maybe Kansas City or Seattle, whatever it's going to be. You but mentioned we were in Arizona last season, right? Yes, Arizona last season. We did mention that. We also mentioned somebody, uh, a friend of ours. Actually, we just brought him on to Liberty Line, uh, Matt Modai, who's doing betting content for us. He said that he heard the last episode and heard about how we were talking, how we were blitzed for the whole pretty much duration of the trip. And that is not a lie, guys. We literally were drunk for <laughs> maybe 90 straight hours on that trip, which was fantastic. Not for our bodies. We came home and, uh, yeah, bodies were screaming at that point. But definitely a fun trip. You don't have to kill yourselves like we did. But fans of Philly has 10 plus years of experience. We lived. We lived. We we lived no, no. The only thing that saved us was the plane ride. But fans of mm. Philly has 10 years of uh, 10 plus years of experience in organizing travel packages that will fulfill your expectations and needs from hotels to exclusive parties, catered tailgates, game tickets, and more. They even offer extremely flexible pay-as-you-go payment plans. You want to go on a trip, you don't have all the money right now. Not a problem for Joe at Fans of Philly. He'll get you squared away. So be sure to go to their website, reach out to Joe. He's been fantastic for us, uh, and come and party with us. It's always a good time taking over cities, uh, especially when you do Dallas and, and cities like that. It's always a great time. So fansofphilly.com, go book your away trips, and be sure uh, you come hang with us next NFL season. So, Stephen, you said we, we were touching on the uh, – uh, uh, on the schedule, opening on the road versus the Patriots, less than ideal, as we all know. But uh, you do get James Bradbury against Juju Smith-Schuster again. So you do get that rematch. Juju's now in New England. Uh, and Bradbury was actually asked when he spoke with the media last week about the uh, the Valentine's Day card. Remember, like, uh, whatever it was. And James Bradbury said, I don't know how I'm going to feel, but I know I didn't like it. So I'm sure he'll have something to, to say about that when he visits. And, um, and they visit in week one. Week two... All right, TikTok uh, boy. Getting tired of the uh, playing the Vikings in the home opener on a, on primetime, but you get primetime Kirk, who's two and ten. What is statement game? I was I did so. touch on that really quickly while you were gone. Um, what a like for some reason, man. Every time I think about last season, I don't know about you, I come back to that game because that's when last year officially started feeling different. 
it started feeling different. He just it literally just in week two last year. Don't you remember? That was week two, right? Yeah, it was week two. And once that was when uh Hertz folded his arms, and that's when you knew like that's yeah, when I was like, over. All right, man, like what the he's hell? different this year. He's different this uh, year. And that was before Quez ruined our season. He caught that touchdown. <laughs> yeah, and I see the Eagles social media pages are putting a lot of clips. They're making sure to put a lot yeah, of clips out there. A lot, and of Quez, plays. a lot of Quez. All right, Nelson. Ag- hey, maybe he could be Nelson Aguilar for us this season. Maybe There's he could a lot this- of a lot of Quez OTA coverage mm. on these Eagles pages. Trying to let you Protecting know his mental he will health, be here. Right? He will be here. And they're taking care of their own. Fans aren't a big fan of him right now. This is a big bounce back year. It's his fourth year in the league. But let it be known, Quez is a six-year player. It's not like he's a second, first-round player that has all these expectations to meet. For the most part, he's surpassed his expectations. Just be wide receiver three for us, man. As a six-round pick, he's he surpassed expectations. Oh yeah, 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 pick. absolutely. For the absolutely. most part, it's just that when you saw what he could do, and then all the all the mistakes he yeah. made last season in the Super Bowl and the Washington game, um, getting bitched in the Dallas game, he was out muscled a couple times. Um, there's, there's a few times there that uh, Quez Quez uh, didn't perform very well. So hopefully, it's a bounce back year. He and Zacchaeus, I'm sure, will uh have have a good camp of uh, benefiting each other as they battle for that three spot. They'll probably split snaps, whatever the situation. Is, uh, is going to be uh steven mm. one thing that stood out to me on on the on the 2023 schedule was only three one o'clock games and you had a comment when i mentioned that to you off camera <laughs> when i had mentioned that there's only three one o'clock games and it's not going to be a very fun uh tailgate year i guess is what you're saying what? although i will say four o'clock games give you more time to get hammered before you yes. go into the game it's awesome but the one o'clock games is like some people like to be done with Eagles football. They have the rest of their Sunday to get ready for work. Rest for, of their Sunday. Either way, yeah, you're do laundry, the rest of your... do do whatever it is. Four o'clock games are like all, com- and then the game's over at seven. Yeah, there's a lot of four o'clock games. What is it? Yeah, this? they're all they they have five primetime games. I think five or six, five primetime games actually five, and only three one o'clock. Damn, games we made it. Four. I don't know yeah, if this, I like this. But this is what happens when you're a a a premier claim the attractive. Throne team in the nfl people want to watch you you're now a top team in the league this all is eyes on us now huh how many uh how many uh what is it america's game of the week are we gonna be this season because <laughs> 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 it was always dallas i'm like yo every single week dallas is in america's game of the week what the hell is this and now uh wow. now the eagles are gonna be uh mm. in that slot so we earned do, this shit man they did earn it they did certainly earn it, especially jalen hurts uh, one thing I do want to touch on is the no fucking... surprise. Wait, really quickly. Sorry. Um, go ahead, go ahead. Really quickly. No surprise. So you said there's only three one o'clock games. Yeah. What if I told you two of those three games are against that toilet bowl of a franchise, Washington Commanders? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna yeah. do? What are the one o'clock games actually? Run those. Run those. Uh, let's see. So week four against the Washington uh, home against the Washington Commanders. Okay. Week the next one o'clock game is week eight at Washington, <laughs> and then not again till week seventeen. Oh, hosting the Ari- hosting Jonathan Gannon and the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, Damn, we'll a one o'clock with- game. So two of our one o'clock games are against the fucking Commanders, bro. <laughs> what the heck, man? Nobody wants to no, see. No, but Sam I seriously Howell do like the on. the four o'clock games are awesome for tailgates, man. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Cause you can spend all day getting hammered and do all. But that. sometimes why, it does why, get dangerous, man. though, man. Yeah, well, as as we know, there's a lot of instances where it got dangerous, dangerous for us, uh, especially the home opener, which is why I'm upset because who the mm. hell? Yeah, Thursday, like Thursday night, you got to take off work the next day and do all this. Mm. Like how, like how, who planned this? Who planned this out? And why do we have the long? Like I know players like the 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 mini bye week or whatever, but I don't know if they like it this early in the damn season. They they want it. They want it week two going into week three. You don't even need it. Then you kind of want it later in the season. Uh, but it is, uh, but it is. 
So, uh, Stephen, up until you have the schedule in front of you, right, right before week nine, run me those first eight games uh, up until Weeks week nine. one to eight. One to eight. Week one at New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Week two, Thursday night game hosting the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Another week w. three at Tampa Bay. W. Monday night game at 715. That's interesting. Week four. It's probably a doubleheader. Hosting the Commanders. W. Week five at LA Rams. W. Week six at Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets. That might be a that, that's that has the potential to be the first loss, but keep going. I have some comments I want to make about that team at some point. Week <laughs> seven, hosting the Miami Dolphins. Mm. Week okay. six and seven is going to be Oof. tough. And then week eight at Washington. All right. So those first eight games, you would say it's a good chance they're seven and one, six and two by then, right? You would say. Um. And they probably yeah. win one of the Jets or the Dolphins, I would I would assume. So there's a good chance. Like I said, I seven would say one, one or two losses should be the expectation after right. eight games. And it should be the expectation because immediately after that, they have the fucking death row of Oh, boy, of, you're right. I was NFL wondering why you opponents. wanted to stop there because I was like, wait, week nine because, is those, hosting Dallas. They better win six of those first eight games because they got, the, they got the gauntlet coming up after that. Week nine, home versus Dallas. Week 10 is their bye week. And then week 11 at the Chiefs on Monday Night Football. Yo, I want to go to that Chiefs game, man. That's that that would be lit. And it's Monday Night Football. That might be the Ooh. one. Week 12, home versus Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Week 13, home against the Niners. A super oh juiced God. up matchup. Week 14 at Dallas. <laughs> again, week 15 at Seattle. Geno Smith, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Solid DK team. Metcalf. Fucking uh, Zach Charbonnet. Kenneth Walker. You got a whole slew of players to deal with mm. on that and you got Tariq Woolen, you got Devon Witherspoon, Jesus. So uh yeah. What is your expectation mm. in those one, two, three, four, five, six games? In those six games, what what are we lucky to go three and three? <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. I mean look, we sit here and do this, but like you can't obviously we're making assessments and predictions right now, but like you can't rule out the potential of like injuries and stuff like that. Or who knows? Exactly. Like, like one of these teams we just guarantee to win against could be a good team this year. And one of these good, these, one of these teams we think is going to be good elite, maybe Super Bowl contender may fall off this year. Everybody's just assuming because the Niners are great on paper that, you know, that they're just going to be, and they should, they should be so right back. Saying, they should be up there with us competing for the one seed in the NFC. But like, who knows? Maybe they have a QB controversy or something. I don't know. I wouldn't rule it out. I'm just saying like, maybe so that you're saying, so you're saying the commanders have the potential to sneak up on us and get a win. Damn, absolutely <laughs> not. No. What did we say last season? Watch out for the fucking commanders. <laughs> who knows? Maybe the dolphins. Hey, maybe the dolphins fall off now because that division is so tight. And tough yeah, and competitive. We don't know what. And maybe like, is Tua going to be healthy by then? Like, you yeah, don't that's right. Know that's his what situation. I mean. Like, he was, you don't, you don't even know um, on that situation. So that is my quick notes on 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 the schedules. Like the opening on the road is kind of lame, but you get the Patriots, you get Bradbury and Juju, get that rematch right away. Home opener Thursday night, super lame. Nobody signed up for that. Three one o'clock games. And then you got the gauntlet from week 19 to week 15, where the Eagles better be 6-2 and two before that. Kirk Cousins is really still guy. the Vikings quarterback. Like, yep, what are they doing? Yep. Hey, and they're not drafting nobody either. They ain't drafting nobody either. I thought Hendon Hooker might have been going there, but apparently apparently not. I want to talk on uh, Sean Desai again, because we did kind of go by him in the beginning of the show while I had to go deal with, like, 
people outside my apartment. But yeah, there's it's not that I hear you, some stuff outside mine right now. Yeah, it's 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 a nice day. I guess everybody wants lawn care today or whatever it Gotta is. Gotta have good lawn care heading into the holiday weekend. Facts, right? yeah, MDW. You so many people down to the shore or something. Oh, you're gonna be staring at your fucking lawn on Memorial Day weekend. But um, for Sean Desai, everybody makes a lot of him being a Vic Fangio disciple. And who knows if the Jonathan Gannon situation went a little differently, maybe Vic Fangio would have been here because of all the tampering and everything that was going on. By the way, shout out to Howie Roseman for giving Mike Florio a fucking hard time for uh, Florio trying to get it out of Howie Roseman about what happened with the Jonathan Gannon shit. Florio wasn't backing down and Howie wasn't backing down. Um, If you haven't seen that clip, it's entertaining to watch, Stephen. I would advise you to go watch that. You look confused about what I'm talking about right now, but it was an entertaining clip. Um, it's up on the uh, thelibertyline.com, you know, where we all write for and should be engaged with content all the time. But <laughs> go check out that clip uh, uh, if you want to. But uh, Sean Desai said of Fick Vangio that he's one of the biggest influences for me. He's really taught me how to prepare in this league and how to call a game in this league. I had the good fortune of sitting next to him while he was doing that for four years. And man, Desai really couldn't walk into a better defense. He inherits a defense. That recorded 70 sacks, had the number one ranked pass defense last year. You get Bradbury back, you get Darius Slade back, you have Fletcher Cox, you got Jordan Davis, who we'll speak on in just a second. And then they add Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith to the mix. You have Hassan Reddick, you got Josh Sweat. I know linebacker and safety, there's some question marks there about how that's going to shake out. But man, as far as walking into a defense and having a lot to play with, uh, I, I'm, I'm encouraged to see what Sean Desai is going to do, especially after that energetic press conference, because you know what he said? No, we want to be able to run, we want to be able to hit, and we want to play smart. We want to run, hit, and play smart. I'll play that shit all day. We want to be able to run, Hell yeah. we want to be able to hit, and Hell we want to yeah. play smart. Did Johnny Gannon ever say that shit? Did Johnny Gannon ever in his life? No, we want to be able to run, we want to be able to hit, and we want to play smart. You never said that shit. I never heard him say that shit ever. What did he say? I don't remember him saying anything. I remember him yelling at, uh, what did he say after he got fired? He said, uh, people were saying we were 9-1, and one, and they were saying that the uh, the defense was kind of ass. Why don't you come up here and uh, coach the defense? I'm like, yo, Jonathan Gannon, nobody ever said that. I never heard media ever say that. But uh, defense, I know we uh, talked uh, briefly about uh, Sean Tatai and your expectations, but just your overall thoughts on him as you hear the clips and you know what he's walking into. And uh, I know that lip service is lip service, but you got to be excited for the guy at least, right? <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, you know what's crazy to me? Like, when I look at when we hired Jonathan Gannon that offseason, I just remember hearing so much. Like, I don't know about you, man, but we started hearing, like, when we hired Gannon to be the defensive coordinator, there was conversations like, oh, I'll be lucky to have him for one year. He's going to be a head coach. And it's like, I feel like Sean Desai's got a better resume. Like, maybe not to necessarily be a head coach, but just, like, in, in regards to what he does with defenses and stuff like that and the production and the things he has done in the NFL like that. I care more about that. Like why, like miss me with that. This guy's a great head coach. He has head coaching in his future bullshit. I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have a super bowl to win and we need the defense, the Philadelphia Eagles defense to be the absolute best. And that seems to be what Sean Desai's concern is. And I sure hope he doesn't make me eat my words, but to me, it's a major, major, major red flag that Gannon was interviewing for other jobs <laughs> while we're in the middle of a postseason run. Motherfucker, yeah. we have a Super Bowl to win. You have a lot of losing coming your way. You're now the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Your and quarterbacks, I you, and I promise you, Kyler Murray four. won't be there next year. In 2024, yeah, Kyler Murray four. will not be there. Even if he is there, he's small. You can't win with that guy. I'm sorry. He's. Oh. 
I just don't believe in. I actually I like Kyler. I'm, I'm higher on Kyler than most, actually. I know he has like kind of an attitude problem or whatever the rumors are, uh, but he definitely won't be there. And apparently uh, the Falcons were in talks with acquiring Kyler Murray during the draft. Uh, and then they that's cool whatever. that's intriguing to so, me i like that. i would the hell at yeah. you kyler and Bijan robinson and jake london and kyle pitts i'd, I'd entertain that for six say, weeks don't forget kyle pitts yeah you can't forget about kyle pitts they all told us <laughs> kyle pitts. can't tell us that kyle pitts is better than jalen waddle Devontae smith and javar chase but hey he was taking that high above all those guys so hey hey i know he's been in a low volume offense and the quarterback situation wasn't great he had fucking marcus mariota there so mm. it is what it is he was now our backup so that is what mm. it is. Speaking yeah. of the defense, um, some news regarding Jordan Davis. He's reportedly making major progress in OTAs this offseason. Jordan Davis, this is via Greg Cosell. He said this, our guy, Greg yeah. Cosell. Oh, he actually guy. knows. All right. actually, I mean, he's not our guy. He's another pods guy, but a guy <laughs> we respect. A guy we respect. <laughs> yes, absolutely. He says Jordan Davis has made major progress this offseason, according to people inside the NFL that Cosell has talked to. Davis's role is going to increase a lot heading into year two. Now, as mm. we all know, uh, Jordan Davis played in just 26% of the defensive snaps last season, but opposing offenses versus Philly with Jordan Davis on the field, just 3.87 yards per carry. With Jordan Davis off the field, opposing offenses averaged 5.1 yards per carry. So they certainly value him uh, mm. on the defensive field. Again, his conditioning up to par along with Jalen Carter, and they expect Jordan Davis to take a massive, massive step forward in year two. How excited are you to hear that Jordan Davis is uh, commanding the attention that he is thus far in the spring? Well, that's exactly what you want to hear, man. That's why we drafted him that high. That's why we traded up for him at that. Traded up for him. Uh, the time is now. This this is huge. Like this is why this is why I told you I'm excited. Like this is what people don't. We really have not to cut you off. We really have proven no, no, talent. Ahead, and you're going to say what I was going to say. Yes, that's what that was the point <laughs> I was trying to make earlier. Like obviously, like you know, I'm not trying to take away from Desai, and I'm not trying to limit what he could really do with this defense. But like at the end of the day, while we're really excited, is what you just said. Yes, the young talent with the proven talent or veteran talent, whatever you want to call it, that currently exists. You know, um, so year two, year two of Jordan Davis. Hey, I know it's different in a lot of ways but it wasn't too long ago we were complaining to jonathan gannon about not utilizing your high first round pick mm-hmm. limited and snaps. you know and you know why we're going to use him this year because you know, we want to be able to run we want to be able to hit and we want to play smart that's why that's why jonathan gannon's gonna i mean not gannon fucking decide yeah, i feel like we <laughs> couldn't stop the chiefs okay i'm done talking about the super Bowl. i can't do it well, we couldn't we couldn't could again not we could many stop people the run can. game the run not game of the chiefs can. are you, you telling me you can't stop isaiah pacheco you can't stop game. isaiah pacheco and 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 fucking patrick mahomes on 25 percent of an ankle you can't yeah, you big can't. jordan davis out there and stuff the run <laughs> and <laughs> our other first round pick <laughs> Who I'm gonna buy his jersey, I think. Uh, I feel like Howie's on fucking first. demon time. <laughs> Howie's on demon time though. Like he saw it at Super Bowl yeah. and he was like, This will never fucking happen to us again. I promise. Would you buy you. a Jalen Carter, Carter jersey? Yes. Oh my god, what I, I mean, I'm not a fan of number ninety eight. I think those are for yeah, bigger guys. Weird. As I know, skinny I know. as skinny individuals I that we are, I feel like we should be buying Devontae Smith jerseys. <laughs> well, really, I wanna Carter buy a Jalen Hurst jersey, but for some reason, man, I don't know if you've noticed this. Maybe I just need to get out of my own head. But, like, there's still this, like, weird, really weird section of the Eagles fan base that's almost, like, gatekeeping Jalen Hurts. That were, oh, yeah. You know who I'm talking about, right? That they're like, yeah, oh, you can't guys. buy a jersey. You you were upset with the draft pick. Man, shut the 
hell up? Who was it? Who was go go look up on YouTube fucking Jalen Hurts uh like draft pick reactions or whatever and you'll see everybody that hated fucking uh the pick at the time. Well so didn't McNabb get booed when he was drafted? He got booed. For sure. I would I would be very interested in a DeAndre Swift jersey and not because all the white ah. chicks bought them for Taylor Swift. No, no, no. Whoa. I want them because Whoa. of the player. I don't want them because Taylor Swift performed at Philadelphia. But that's what all the white girls did and they nah, got running them backs me. are not a smart Swift. investment of yeah, a jersey. Yeah, I know. He'll be gone next year. But dude, it's number zero. The last name is Swift. That shit's like that shit's a cop. I kind of like Devontae. I might do Devontae. Yeah, yeah, I have his shirt jersey of, of, of Smitty, and it's always a vibe. And it's and, and I like like wearing him over the AJ Brown one I have because everybody sees eleven and they're like, "Oh, Wentz, why are you yeah, wearing a Wentz jersey?" We gotta get past that. Oh, yeah. Wentz. I'm like, bro. First hey, of all, of, read the sure back of the goddamn aware, shirt. I, th- I think we're doing a fanatics ad right now. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, you could. You could be doing fanatics. <laughs> <laughs> Go use the link in the bio for fanatics. No, seriously, use that link. <laughs> Use that link, go buy it, and they get your uh, what is it called? The player replacement. If somebody uh, if somebody gets shipped out of here or is released or whatever the case is, you can get your jersey fully replaced. Only pay shipping. No, they include shipping. They include shipping as well. So good oh, job, yeah. all fanatics. That is definitely not the ad read we're supposed to read, but that's as good as it's getting because I don't have it in front of me. So it is what it is. All right, Stephen, want to hit you with two rumors before we get up out of here, both regarding receivers. I know our receiving room is uh, pretty, uh, you know, solidified as it is. AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, entrenched as uh, the you know the top two pass catchers. But one former Philadelphia Eagle who's had two stints with the team is now potentially interested in a third. One Deshaun Jackson entering his mm. 16th NFL career. He was mm. asked on the Paper Route podcast via I Am Athlete if the Ravens call you or the Eagles call you, which team are you going to? He says I am going to the Philadelphia Eagles. I bleed green. That green sit different with me. And he said, I know Eric Weddle came out of retirement to play for the Rams. If one of these teams want to hit me up week 17, week 18 for a playoff run, I'll Damn. be here. I'll be here. So similarly to, you know, Linval Joseph and Dominic Sue, if we have catastrophic injuries to the wide receiver room and Deshaun Jackson has to come in here, I feel like if that's the case, Deshaun Jackson is not the one that's going to be saving our season. But, uh, hey, would you be interested Didn't in a say potential save the season, but... Hey, he's your all-time favorite Eagle, isn't he? Up there, he's up there. Nah, uh, not all-time favorite. He's one of them. Okay, yeah. yeah I'd love for him to get a Super Bowl. Chip. Hey, do you know that when Chip uh, released him, you know how many yards he had against us afterwards? He made us He made us fucking regret that decision every fucking time. This man had 569 yards in six games. Yeah, that's what I'm us. saying, man. Put him if he Quentin killed isn't us. Doing what like, I knew he killed us. Do. I knew that he killed us, but he fucking demolished us every time he, he fucking played the Eagles. Dude, he could be good for a couple snaps in the postseason, man. Like, yeah, I'm just keep you. the defense honest. You know, I know Quez is here for speed, but man, you get DJ out there for, nah, you know, five we're snaps. We're talking the greatest deep threat of all time, man. Five snaps. He is arguably one of one of the greatest deep threats of all time. So I'll, I'll sign off on Deshaun for a playoff run. Ryan, not put him back there. Yep. Uh, you know some punt return duties. Britton Covey. I don't know if he's hey, still the guy. Why don't you get Shady in here and let him be running back five? <laughs> Are you awesome? Yeah, that shit. man wasn't even activated for the fucking Chiefs for the for the for the for the, <laughs> for the Super Bowl. Uh, or was it the Bucks? Which one wasn't he activated? He has two rings, right? With the Bucks uh, and the Chiefs. Oh boy, I forget. My God. So yeah, I mean, if you want to do that, and now another name, Stephen, I'm gonna hit you with, and this is a name that uh. No, not a lot of people are thinking about right now. And mm. I know you weren't a big fan of <laughs> one of the guys I wanted, but can I entice you in one future Hall of Famer, one 34-year-old, former two-time All-Pro, current free agent, wide receiver, Julio Jones. Julio Jones coming off a <laughs> season with Tampa Bay where he only had 299 yards and two touchdowns from Tom Brady. But, man, there's a lot of uh, cheap – 
there's a lot worse cheap veteran contracts you could hand out than one mm, to Julio that's Jones. For sure. And actually, uh, USA Today's for the win, they pitched that Philadelphia could be a potential landing spot for mm. Julio Jones. This transcript comes via USA Today. They said, at this point in his career, future Hall of Fame receiver Julio Jones will either probably chase a Super Bowl ring or retire. If the mm. Philadelphia Eagles gave him a call, he could reunite with former Titans teammate A.J. Brown and get Philadelphia a spectacular depth addition to its receiving group. Jones' and health has been a point. what college did he go to? Didn't he go to Bama? Bama boy. And he's Devontae's, Devontae's favorite receiver. And A.J. played with him. And uh, Darius Slade campaigned for him a couple years ago to come to Philly. It's all lining mm. up. Uh, USA Today says Jones' health has been a point of concern in recent seasons, but Philadelphia is deep enough at the position to give the former Atlanta Falcons star the limited pass snaps he'd need to really make an impact and stay as healthy as possible. While the mm. Eagles have a very good receiver room as it is, adding Jones is the kind of luxury move a team like this makes to further elevate its Super Bowl yes. potential. Now, in my, and from my perspective, I know he's not the player he once was. He's still capable of making plays, and I think Philly would give him a very quality chance to help him get that ring that he so rightfully deserved in 2016 if Atlanta mm. didn't choke that lead. So, <laughs> so I think... I, 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 there's a lot worse people we could bring in here than future Hall of Famer Julio Jones. He's one of five players in league history to have three seasons of 15 plus hundred yards, receiving yards. I mean, I know oh, you got, Quez, like I said, you got Quez, you got Zacchaeus, you got AJ, you got Devontae. I was just going to say, man, Quez know, is in for some. I know. All right, it's man. It, man, if you bring in Julio, that man's going to be running routes like fucking Jerry Rice in camp to try and make this roster. Yeah, <laughs> hey, great strategy nonetheless, even if you can't sign uh, one of these guys. Man. Would you sign up for it, though? Would you, would you sign up for it, though, Julio Jones? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. Because I'm getting Anything a lot is of better uh, than Jarvis Landry or any of these. That, yo, guys why is Landry name? hype, man? That nah, is just my enough God. of that, man. Like, we got a Super Bowl. Julio's gotta, older than Jarvis Landry. <laughs> you're, you're batting for singles. I'm batting for home runs. That's the difference. Oh, man. Julio Jones, he's and bringing Deshaun you. Jackson in here with a few regular season games left is batting for a home run, by the way. And anybody saying, oh, he doesn't have it anymore, you don't get it. You don't Julio it. Jones either give you nothing or give you like this like game winning touchdown like Golden Tate did for us back in the fucking playoffs <laughs> like something 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 Except like that. You're not that. giving up a third round pick. Or I'll do it though. Julio's still a free agent. Probably you know wants to get a rings running over his options. And I think either I mean Kansas City obviously is always an option for veteran receivers like that who Patrick Mahomes can maximize. But Jalen Hurts is now eking into that uh, into that spot. So that is. What mm. it is. So that's the kind of notes I wanted to hit on Sean Desai. Yeah, if we had more up. time, I'd absolutely, dis- uh, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. I'd deconstruct that PFF QB list that was posted. Oh, we yeah, time. we could do that next week. We could do that. You certainly yeah. do that next week when you come back from the shore. But we're talking about Sean Desai, as we all know. No, we want to be able to run, we want to be able to hit, and we want to play smart. That's the best shit I've heard in fucking five years from a defensive <laughs> coordinator. <laughs> so hyped to hear that shit. Sean Desai, new defensive coordinator, very excited about him. Jordan Davis making progress in the summer. The Eagles 2023 schedule is a weird one. Uh, it is what it is. Wanted to come up here and talk about that. And then, of course, uh, the rumor mill that never stops of this time of the year. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode of the Philly Pod. Be sure to subscribe. Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your shows. Steven, where can the people find you? What you got cooking up? Yeah, that's uh, Stephen Conrad Jr. on all social media platforms. Obviously, check out the Liberty Line YouTube channel. You can find all of our short-form videos over there uh you can see what you're hearing can i'd you? highly encourage that can yikes what you want me sure. to say something else i can't nah, say, what do you want i can't say trust the process what do you want me to say nah, process is over process is over subscribe to the show be sure to go check out the libertyline.com for around the clock coverage of all five major philadelphia sports we will catch you guys up next week we'll talk about this horrible pff qb list that has jalen hurts ranked somewhere that he shouldn't be 
and more. Keep you locked right here on the Philly Pod in the feed. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace out from the Philly Pod. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.